Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering Dexter New Blood, Season 1, Episode 6 Too Many Tuna Sandwiches. It's also too many things to say in the title, but hey, these are the cards we've been dealt. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher, here with one of my former students and the second most important Kurt in the Dexter New Blood universe. Hello, Kurt. How are you? Why is that the introduction? Every time, second most yeah. important Kurt in the. Uh, because you universe. are. I. Listen, I mean, after I, this is all building up to something very big, Kurt. Because that, after, are you waiting for him to die? You're yeah, after Dexter to die. Kills, then, after Kurt, after Dexter kills Caldwell, or <laughs> Harrison kills Caldwell, or whoever kills Caldwell. When Caldwell you become, away, I'll be the most you important. You become <laughs> the most important Kurt in the Dexter New Blood universe. So I have to keep saying this to remind anybody, everybody that right now you're only second best. Now I, I agree that I think Caldwell will die. But like, what if he doesn't? And then I was just stuck in a shadow. <laughs> that's a risk. I don't know. That's a risk I'm willing to take. When I, my I think, I my I own think we have to. We have to take that risk. So, all right. Do Kurt, we? Well, we well, have anyway. to. Yes, it's, okay. it's obligatory. It's in our contract. I don't know if you read that or not. Yeah, I mean, no. I, I just, I just, I just sign the stuff. You know what I mean? You just, okay. I just, yeah. Can't be bothered. Yep. Yep. I, that you seem, you seem like that type of person. <laughs> just, just sign the paper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Before we get into the episode, Kurt, let me ask you: What do you? What is your stance on tuna sandwiches? I love tuna. I think I've, I don't know if I said this on the podcast. I love tuna. I love tuna sandwiches. Well, tuna okay. sandwich, a little bit of cheese, some a little, little bit of hot sauce. What's it? Pretty simple. Ooh, hot sauce. Ooh. So I I love tuna sandwiches when the bread is toasted and there are pickles on it. Nah, see, I don't want to put pickles with tuna. That just seems weird. I don't want to put hot I'll, sauce I'll, too. I'll, I'll crispy. Yeah, I'm down with. I, I prefer the the bread crispy or toasted. Good, but um, I'll eat it with just regular bread if I have to. Be I'll, I'd rather toast the bread and then. I mean yeah. the hot sauce. I don't put it on the. So what I, I like to I like to dip into the hot sauce. I put on the side. Oh, as, 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 as I want some. All right, let's not get crazy now, Kurt. Come on. No, anyway, I don't really want tuna sandwich. I love tuna. <laughs> you said the exact- I, I, you know, I really love tuna. Like I, I will. I at the end of the last podcast, I was like, I'm gonna go get tuna. Sandwich. I literally did go. I had a tuna sandwich afterward, and I'm thinking about don't, it now. Don't I gotta eat too many tuna sandwiches, Kurt. Dude, I, I might brain foggy. I might. I might make a tuna sandwich. After this. <laughs> I don't have any tuna. Like I mean, I have cans, so I might have to. Turn hey, you know what? Why not just. Why not just eat the tuna can- sandwich during the podcast? I'm sure everyone would love to hear you <laughs> like, I, 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 gnawing down on a tuna sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway. Yeah. No, no, right, well, anyway, sorry. Just this is this we, title's a farce because yep. there's no such thing as too many tuna sandwiches. Anyway. Ah, uh, gotcha. Who cares about well, Mercury? We, <laughs> we now know your stance on tuna sandwiches. My next question is: What is your stance on? too many tuna sandwiches which is this episode and i you don't have to answer that question because i should probably take a stab at it boy that was that that typical teacher asking a rhetorical question that was just loaded with way too many dad jokes in there i'll take a stab (laughs) at it get it i'll take a stab at it i don't get it still oh like dexter we're watching dexter yes there you go (laughs) (laughs) well you are not a dad no, but I feel like everyone's supposed to get dad jokes. I don't think dad jokes you're are intended right. for just other dads. No, you're right. <laughs> you're, right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Okay, we're having way too much fun with this title, so let's let's get into this here. All right, I am going to guess. Uh, the, I mean, there's there's 
I, I think that you gave, what was it? H is for hero. You gave that a 10, despite there not being a kill in the episode, but I don't think you have much more in you for tens to, to episodes without a kill. So I don't think you can give this a 10. So then the question is, did you give it a nine? I, I can't imagine you gave it less than a nine. So I'm just going to say you gave it a nine. So I guess I'll, I'll guess your rating too. I mean, okay. my, my initial thought is you just gave it a nine. I'm trying to think of all the, um, the therapy stuff. The, the thing is that I, what that do you I'm mean? You're trying you. To... Yeah. Well, the thing that I don't get about you is that, you don't like that Dexter's a bad dad, but I feel like the story, the part of the story is that Dexter is just a bad dad. That's the, I mean, oh. this, this episode really highlights it. It's just like, he's a bad dad, and we see how it's pushing Harrison. Like Basically, if Dexter was just like treating Harrison in slightly better, he'd get his wish of what he wanted, right? Because like Harrison admits to um, Audrey, right? He likes to hurt people. Yeah. He seems to view Kurt as like some sort of father-like figure, or at least looks up to him in some capacity, right? Neither of which he looks at Dexter. So, uh, which, which is like, you know, the big sad truth of it all. But I don't know if you, you dig that. I, I'm really liking that. I don't know if you're liking that. Um, okay. Besides that, uh, like, I, I don't think you gave this an eight, either a nine or a 10. I just, I just can't decide. I mean, I'll, I'll just play it safe. You gave it a nine. Okay. And right. I'll, I'll, I'll reveal. I did give it a nine, but not because I think you overweigh how much I care about the kill. I really, it's not going to, it's not going to be like I determined, like you can get a kill and I'll still get a nine. The kill, the kill itself will not, will not influence it as I, I like to see him kill, but the context does matter. <laughs> like if next if just went and just killed someone randomly, it was like, aha, uh-huh, I've satisfied my thirst. I'm not going, oh, well, you got the kill. That's great. Oh, uh, so I'm not saying that a kill guarantees a 10, but I'm saying that I do like, I do like when kills. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't see you giving too many 10s to non kill episodes, although you did give one to HS for Hero. Yeah. But there was, there was still the stalking in that one that, that may have substituted for. <laughs> the kill <laughs> Dexter just hunt people down i mean <laughs> he may not have gotten a kill but he did like ego kill or whatever you want to call he did the kurt in this episode oh yeah <laughs> well oh, we gotta come up with a term for that he he's he counter killed uh, no no, no didn't kill anyone. It, so so i'm thinking of like you know <laughs> I, I, oh, so i'm trying to figure out how to say this so that you don't have to censor it but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. killed block it, yeah, there you That's go. Honestly you're looking over. That's yeah. I was imagining going down. Yes. Yeah, but but I but I, I'm trying to find out what something that figure out something that rhymes with block that we can put there. But I I can't think of anything. So yeah, kill blocked. He killed blocked Kurt. That that yeah. was that that is probably the appropriate expression here. And it seems like he does get satisfaction out of railing Kurt in some way. At least the I don't know if it's like the power trip or whatever. But he seemed to I don't know maybe not maybe just the way he was acting. Okay. But anyway. So before right? I tell you what I what I gave this for a rating here, it, I, let me just clarify that I'm okay with Dexter being a dad, bad dad. In fact, I want him to be a bad dad. He needs to be a bad what? dad. It's what makes him. <laughs> it's what, it, it's what makes it's what makes the story interesting. He has to be a bad dad. If he was all of a sudden, if he was all of a sudden Arthur Mitchell in public, public facing Arthur, Arthur Mitchell, not private facing Arthur Mitchell, then uh, Arthur Mitchell being the Trinity killer. Yeah. If he was all of a sudden that then this would not be an interesting story. So he needs to be a bad dad. My problem is when he is like an over-the-top, blatantly obvious, this is so not the right move. Anybody would know this, bad dad. No, I see, I think you say that because you're a dad. No, I, I don't. 
<laughs> I'm, 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 I'm talking. I mean, look, as a parent, I. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. As a parent, I, 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 I do have a different perspective on this, but the, what happened last week it was the most blatantly obvious uh, just abomination of parenthood that you can imagine. <laughs> like, short of actual abuse, I'm not sure what he could have done worse as a parent than leave Harrison alone the day after Harrison almost died. Yeah, no, that's I, fair. I, that's fair. Like that, so that one I had very little patience for. I have tons of patience for the bad dad stuff in this episode. Okay. This is him trying to, this is so much more subtle. It's so much more I, nuanced and so much more uh, ambiguous as to what he should and should not be doing. Because so much of this episode, bad parenting, is him trying to dance around calling Harrison out for having a dark passenger without revealing that he himself has a dark passenger. And that's super interesting to me. Hmm. So I, I, I was hoping when you said like, oh, I, I want Dexter to be a bad dad. Right. I was hoping the reason would be so that way. I feel like a better dad, right? Like you wish other dads are worse. So my, my, my default, almost like, you know, like a great sports player. I hope my competitors are worse than me. That way I'm better. <laughs> And maybe I'll be the best of all time. Who knows? Anyway. <laughs> okay, and, uh, yeah, fine. I mean, that, it can be that too. That's fine. But, but, but I agree here. Yeah, the bad dadness in this episode, I think, might be the best of any episode in terms yeah, of I, the, the nuance of it, and also, uh, but also I think just because they're starting to really run with it in terms of like the ramifications of it, with how now Harrison's acting, he's revealing things to people, he's really starting to fight for other people. I guess. Yeah, I mean, he's showing very clear references yep. so so did what, what so, did you rate it yeah okay do, so i gave i gave it a 10 it's my second you did give a 10. Oh, i love i love this episode yeah. it's probably this probably my probably will be my favorite nine like maybe okay. you can talk me up to a 10 i'm not sure yeah. well I, I i mean some of this is my bias i think but i i love like i'm such a sucker for for uh the um dramatic representations of or dramatic portrayals of therapy sessions. Oh my god, I love so much. I mean, <laughs> I really, I, I, I just, <laughs> I can't, I can't get enough of it. It's, a, it's, a, it's a problem. Like I, I love it so much. I mean, it was starting with the Sopranos, and then that was like, like my first introduction to entertainment representations of therapy uh you know and, and then I, I would watch in treatment on hbo which i still haven't watched the new season i gotta do that uh i would the you know, ozark had therapy sessions you know it, it's even russian doll i mean you 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 called russian doll therapy the television show right or therapy yeah, the series something yeah like that, yeah i mean i'm such a sucker for this this and this this therapy session was really damn Man, good. I should have. I should have guessed that. Oh, <laughs> it was really, movie. really good. So, I saw so that, that. Sorry, I yeah, saw that scene. Ahead. I was like, Mister Sal, I think you'll like that scene. I think I think that'll be a scene you're gonna love. <laughs> oh, it was so delicious. Oh my goodness, I, I I could not get enough of that scene. It was it was awesome. And there's there's a clincher in there that I'll get to in a minute. But I also really loved the scene in the police station 
when Angela calls him out and they have to have that conversation. I thought that was a spectacular scene. I thought it was handled exactly right by Dexter and then countered exactly right by Angela. It was perfect. There's one thing on that. There's one thing on that when Dexter, so yeah, Dexter gives, he's clearly, I think, thought about this or maybe he's thinking mm-hmm. about it during the draft, like a contingency plan. What if he gets discovered? What's he going to say? And so he says that. Mm-hmm. Um, in my head, I'm like, I wonder if Dexter cried. If like, if like that would have been enough. Like if he if he could muster some tears. And I, yeah. I love the questions of that scene. Like, is Dexter sad that he lost Angela, or is he more sad he got caught? And I think it's just more sad he got caught. You know, I think like, clearly on the way out. Especially yeah, he the says, question you're going to keep my secret. Yeah, <laughs> right. but um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, I love, I, I love that scene. I thought that scene was spectacular. And then the other scene that just stood out so much was the scene in the Kurt's kill room when Dexter intervenes like that. Oh my God. It was so good. So those, those three scenes were the, those were kind of the cream of the crop of this episode to me. Uh, I I loved them and they, they really buoyed this up to a 10, but the real clincher and there was almost no way for it to drop down from a 10. Once this happened, it, it would, it would have taken a monumental failure on the part of the show to drop it down from a 10 once this happened okay do do you know what i'm gonna say no i'm very i'm very like okay do you know have i ever told you what my favorite movie is uh it's not it's not um wait wait well i don't want to sit here waiting all day to guess it's not um I can't even think of the other one I'm trying to think of. It's not Memento. I think that's your second. But Memento is is in third. my top five. Top yeah, five. I think okay, it's so not even, okay yeah. so it's third. My bad. It's is there rain in the title? No, there's no okay. rain in the title. I give up then. I don't know. But it does rain frogs in the in the movie. You, you're gonna say uh, it. And I'm gonna be like, I know. I know you oh yeah. But you say my, I wouldn't my like my favorite. It. My favorite movie ever has been since I saw it in 1999. So for 22 years, this has been my favorite movie is magnolia magnolia and they, they quoted it in this episode really yes yes the therapist said it's like they say in that movie magnolia oh well, well. <laughs> we we may we may be through with the past but the past isn't through with us and i was like my my face went white my my wife looked over at me we were watching it together and she was like oh my god are you so excited i was like Leslie, i didn't even breathe I, I could barely breathe. When, as soon as he said Magnolia, I, I, I stopped breathing. My face went sheet white. And he said, I got goosebumps. I, I, I cannot believe they quoted Magnolia in the this, in this series. And then I started thinking about Magnolia, which you haven't seen, right? No, I've never seen it. Okay. So I, I won't spoil too much about Magnolia, but one of the major themes of Magnolia is fathers and sons, which is obviously a major theme of this series of Dexter New Blood. The other theme is exactly, there, there are several themes in Magnolia, but one of the other themes, and a, a, probably the most prevalent one, is this idea of we may be through with the past, but the past isn't through with us. And it just played out so perfectly and so beautifully in this episode. Oh my God. As soon as he said it, I was like, this, this is obviously a 10 now. <laughs> it's, it, and it's just a question of whether they can not screw it up from here so. I'll, I'll make sure in the future if i ever have to make a piece of media mr sal i'll be sure to somehow hammer in magnolia even if it's not relevant whatsoever i'll just say like <laughs> yeah magnolia and like to keep talking and then it's just be in like just to subliminally make sure you enjoy it 
<laughs> there you go well you know what's really amazing is i mean it, you know that my favorite television series is the leftovers right yeah yep. and my favorite movie is magnolia so and the same day as i watched this episode where they referenced magnolia they directly quoted magnolia another one of my favorite podcasts i listened to which has nothing to do with television or movies reference to leftovers <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, there's something very eerie going on that day because my favorite entertainment had had been referenced twice, both my favorite television show and my favorite movie, direct quoted in the same day. I was over. The stars were aligning. Yeah. Well, I was overwhelmed. But I, I love this episode. So good. It's a good episode. I'm very happy. It's a great season. Like, I'm it hoping is. they don't falter at the end or anything. But yeah, they are. I, I mean, it's shaping up to be really good. Right, it is. It Unless is. they it... try to do some real heel turn ending and mess it up in some way, it's very excited. Yeah, me too. This is this is great. I'm I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Here, here's a complaint, though. I'll, I'll throw out a complaint here. Okay? okay, the ending a bit cute, as you might put it. Right? Just the, oh, the... I do put things that way, <laughs> as you might put. The ending's a bit cute with Angela calling Dexter, which is this is all fine. I, I don't blame her, and I'll ask Dexter for help, maybe, but. I, I maybe because you just wanted to get done faster than getting Damien, whatever. That's why. And maybe Damien's credibility has gone down because Damien actually gave a perfect read on what happened to Matt. <laughs> yes, but he did. Kurt said something else. And then it's like, oh, well, you were wrong, Damien. He's alive. See, <laughs> according <laughs> to Kurt. But um, <laughs> it's just the way she asked it. Like, I, I don't need Jim Lindsay or whatever. I need Dexter Morgan. It's like, well, okay. So, so uh, I here's the thing. I, I will agree that that might have been a little too cute, but. Not because of Angela, it's because of Dexter. Because he answers the phone and says, This is Jim. Which who does that with the person that they've been dating for at least what a year? Two we years. Their, I I don't know what their status is, like separated or broken. It seems like broken up, but uh well, okay, fine. They've broken up. So if, yeah. if, if I just broke up with somebody like that day or the next day or the <laughs> day before or whatever it was, and they called me, I would not say this is Mr. Sal. I, I you know, I would say, <laughs> Oh my god, hello, like, Here, or something. You know? Here's one justification. I'll, I'll give one justification. Okay. And the only and this is this is a, a bit more of a long shot. Okay, so take this with a greatest cell if you want. But uh, a lot a lot of phone um like I don't even know the correct terminology for that. But basically, it's like company phone apps. Like, I have a Cornex app on my phone, so I can make a call out and take calls in from a different number that is my real yep. number for, like, a company phone, right? And yep. so when I call people out for that reason, I call them out through Cornex, so that way I don't give my phone number and stuff, vice versa. Yes. And maybe she has that on her phone. Like, their police department has something like that. And it's set up so that way. I mean, it. his and caller ID said Angela. You're right. <laughs> okay, yeah. Then, then take it all away then. I, 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 listen, yeah. he just wants to... Make sure that he gets his name straight with her so she doesn't go yeah, well, call next to I don't know. Yeah. So this is the other thing. Like if I get if if I'm him and I've just been called out, you know, for for you know faking my death and, and assuming a false identity, I, I I don't rub that identity back in her face. Like well, I want to make sure that we know the, the right terminology here. You don't call me Dexter, you call me you call me Jim. And, uh, it is it, I see I see what you're saying. It's, it is um his fault that um yeah i mean it's cute. the writer's fault it's not it's not yeah it's yeah Michael yeah because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they pick up the phone yeah he's like this is jim like, no you're supposed to say oh angela what's up that it's yeah. jim how dare you <laughs> with the script but, i don't know that that i thought was just funny though i don't know why it's just just like 
I just thought that's what, I, I don't think that would ever happen in that way. Like, I, I don't need Jim. I need, you know, like not even like, hey, yeah. I need your old skills here or something. Just, I need Dexter Morgan. <laughs> so. Anyway. I think it. I think it was fine for her to say, "I need Dexter Morgan." I think what the problem comes when when he says, "This is Jim." That that's the problem. Yeah. You know, if if he just answers the phone and says and says, "Hello, is everything okay?" or "I'm so glad to hear from you," or whatever, and she just cuts him off and says, "Listen, I need Dexter Morgan right now." No, like, even that. Even I that was not fine. Good. Even that, I'm nah, not. Good. I, so what what would have fixed that for you? Just you know, to reference the name, just reference the fact you need his former skill set. Like I need your homicide skills. Like I need your blood. And I I I forgot if he. I think he just said he worked in homicide. I don't, I don't know if he said blood spatter analysis. Maybe he did. No, he well, if he said if he said blood spatter, I'm not sure that there's any blood spatter to see down there. That's but what maybe I mean. There's... But listen, <laughs> well, in the old series, he was blood spatter analysis, but it was basically just OPN all aspects of a crime scene. Like he would look at right, it, like, right. oh, got it, boom. Like I understand yep. what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Like right, right. Uh, like a smart guy. So yeah. Well, I I think uh, they could have probably uh, probably the best thing to do would have been to say I, I need you to I need you to meet me at the caves or something like that instead of. I need Dexter Morgan, but here's something I, else that yeah. I was complaining back. Well, here you want to finish your thought. No, that's right. it. That's it. Right. Yeah. Well, one of the complaints I have is that it's actually it's not even that bad of a complaint. Like it hasn't ruined the story at all for me. Like I'm I'm not at all angered by this, right? It's just Harrison's like too overpowered. He's too OP, Mr. Sal. Like, like when he goes in the wrestling match to so like trying to beat up his <laughs> opposition, like, yeah, he got to the semis of the states or yeah. something. I'm yeah. like, yeah, Harrison's gonna beat him though. Like, I just know Harrison's gonna beat him. Like, this is just what's gonna happen. Right. But that's why yeah. you just hyped him up to show how good Harrison is. And then Harrison beats him. Like, like he's like, he's just like too good at everything. I feel like I see basically, yeah. I mean, I obviously I can see he's not great at everything, but like I don't know. I guess it's just part of I, I think it's just part of the TV plot line, like just a Whatever I don't know. I just it's just a so, thought to me. I did actually have that same thought. Like, <laughs> the, the, why is he? Like, he shouldn't be beating this guy. <laughs> like, you know, there, there, there's no, you know, and I I thought if he's gonna beat this guy, he's gonna he's gonna do it in such a way where he's he's cheating basically. Like if he, he had broken though. his. Yeah, yeah, he didn't. Like he legit beat him and then broke. Then his broke arm. his arm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I, I, I what would have been more satisfying to me, right? Would have been like. Yeah, if he cheated, like you said, the guy did cheat, I guess, headbutting Harrison. So if Harrison cheated, or if um Harrison lost and then broke his arm after losing. <laughs> but I guess this I guess at least this way, it, it the, like he has some sort of vague um response. Like this is his first ever match. And he's mm-hmm. just like, Oh, I didn't I didn't notice that you called it over. I was just doing this <laughs> arm bar and it went a little too yeah. far. And yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I guess I guess, you know, for you know, trouble's sake, it makes more sense if it happens this way. But mm-hmm. well, uh, there's a really easy way around that. Th- they just don't make this guy like a state champion. His opponent could be someone that too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't. Yeah, exactly. Don't even hype this guy up. Yeah, just just he's yeah. Just wrestles guy and to... beats him. That I'd be yeah, fine with that too. If it was just yeah. like a, a random guy that was yeah. it all hyped up. They hyped this guy up so much. I'm like, oh, so this has a good competition. But here's yeah. going to be if this guy was was pretty ripped like he was he was ripped because i think he's shorter than harrison and that's a big thing yeah. wrestling like actually i, I always thought you know being yeah. shorter i think gives a high like a good advantage or at least it's, it's right. kind of more favorable it does seem that way so anyway uh yeah i i take your point there it probably would have been better if he wasn't like a state semifinalist and was just some wrestler who still trash talked like the trash talking i think was the important piece of that yeah so, so well I, the trash talk and then also him cheating 
or at least yeah, headbutting. Yeah, yeah. Those yep. Are yep. Big yep. Yeah, th- those those things would have been fine. So, but I, I, all in all, I think these are really really minor, like very minor um, su- suspensions of disbelief. It is. It's, it's a minor complaint stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a minor complaint. It just it's just I I. I I think it's noticeable. I guess you've noticed it too. It's just something that's yeah. It, it's a tad annoying. I'm like he's just he's just just he doesn't have to be this good, right? It clearly, just, right. You know, we're working back a bit. <laughs> yeah. Dexter has the same stuff too, though. They just kind of make Dexter, yeah, especially does. in the English series, he's just good at like a lot of things, just yes, almost outrageously. But, and know, that's Dexter, just part of it. Dexter is forty something years old, though. Like, or, yeah. or maybe even fifty something. But Dex, Dexter is you know, has had time to hone his skills. Yes. Harrison seems like he's still just kind of figuring out how to hurt people, but maybe he knows better than we think he knows. Well, no, it's just like sometimes the outrageous stuff Dexter can do or knows of like, I think multiple, I think we were talking about multiple times last series. He's like hacked in people's stuff, like guessing their passwords yeah. or some stuff. He, um, I, I was thinking back to when he, uh, what was one was it? It was in the Miguel season. So season three, when he gets captured by the Skinner, uh, mm-hmm. Do you remember? Do you remember this at all? Barely. Uh, when he gets captured, so Miguel before Miguel before he kills Miguel, Miguel had tattled him to the the Skinner. So mm-hmm. the Skinner captures him, ties him up, and to get out of it, he like tips himself over, breaks his wrist, takes it out of like the the thing, oh. kills the the Skinner, and then the cops come, so he throws the Skinner onto the cop car, so it looks like he died like suicide by cop, and then he escapes with like a broken wrist. And yes. I'm like, oh, that's... <laughs> and he makes like an analogy, yes. like, like a wolf biting off its own arm. You know, yes. I'll, uh, I'll do what I take. It's like, I mean, come on, right? Or like the kill with the pen, yeah. which I think I still love that kill, but it's a bit outrageous. <laughs> Well, I think the outrageous thing is that the, that the other guy just stabs him in the shoulder. That's the yeah. outrageous part. Like, I have no doubt that Dexter can kill somebody with a pen. No doubt at all. But I don't know. I feel like killing someone with a pen is like, I don't know. I mean, maybe it is. I, I, I guess I'm not. I just kind of go for the joke. I mean, I don't know. I guess I guess. I'm yeah. You just, I mean, the, the throat is very vulnerable. <laughs> I don't like hearing so. that. I don't like hearing that. The throat I know. Is very, very easy. Just oh, yeah. Right there. Well, that's why Chloe last week had to go for Kurt's throat. She didn't go for the face for some reason, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but, yeah. She slashed last his cheek. Just, yeah. just wanted to make him look a little worse. So, also yeah. the Kurt, eye, the eye would have also been a good mm, thing. Kurt, this episode, but, pretty good. Yeah, right. Oh, I'm I love Molly. Kurt. And now Molly. So, have have you turned back around on Molly? So, I I, I was starting to like yeah, Molly. Yeah. yeah, I was liking Molly's story. I agree. I think you feel she dipped more, but I agree that she did dip last episode yeah. just because yeah. the reveal wasn't her. But no. now back up, you know, Dexter at the first half of the episode is targeting Molly. They're like, oh, I think mm-hmm. I think Molly's found me out. I'm really worried. Eventually realizes, yep. oh, wait, no, actually, she's kind of helping me in a way. She's going after Kurt. Let me, yeah. you know, work on this. So, yeah, no, the Molly stuff was super interesting. I, I'm very much back on board with Molly as a character. I, I, it's <laughs> very interesting because it was like, didn't like her. Then I really liked her. I didn't like her, and now I really like her again. So yeah, it's she's been very, very back and forth. And, and and I'm happy that the show kind of alluded to the fact that it makes the most sense if Molly's the one that helped yes. Angela connect the dots, right? Yes. And yes. They, and I love actually one of the things I did really like was when Dexter listens to her Bay Harbor butcher. And I wonder, I know you, you told me how they um, oh should yeah. be how they released the one. Uh, I hope they release this one too. Podcast, like you know, in episode podcast of Mer- Molly's podcast for a uh, right, yeah. Arthur yeah, Rachel, so so the, the, rap, the, 
the wrap up podcast with Scott Reynolds, which is the official Dexter New Blood podcast, d- did a special release of the Trinity Killer episode of mm-hmm. uh, Molly's podcast. Uh, and I'm hoping that they do the same thing with the Bay Harbor Butcher one because that it, it was really cool to, to hear the whole thing. Okay. Not long, it's only like 10 minutes long, but. So that, I'm, I'm hoping they do that. That would be cool. And anyway, when Dexter's listening to the Bear Harbor Butcher stuff in my head, I mean, they even show like old footage of Dokes, but yeah, I'm like, I wonder, you know, I wonder if this is getting Dexter's love in this, uh, the power trip. He's probably, I, I mean, he's probably more worried than his enjoyment of it. But mm-hmm. I always, I always think of that angle a lot more compared to when I was younger. Like, I wonder how much Dexter, because I, I do think Dexter likes not almost getting caught, but people looking for him, but he, he's getting away with it, or at least the fact that he's getting away with it. Right. The, 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 re, uh, what is it? The, not the retreat, not the, the fleeing, but the, the hunt. I don't know. The, the yeah. cover up is almost as exciting as the hunt for him, it seems. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I feel that way. I, and then in this case, maybe not because he's, I think he's more worried about that. Oh, no, actually, maybe, maybe yeah, I am getting caught here, but, uh, yeah. you know, she does say some things like the, one of the most prolific or like, you know, serial killers of all time, whatever, blah, 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 you know, Dokes, but, you know, one of his old army pals or something mm-hmm. confirms there's no way you could have done all those kills. And then he's like, oh, no, maybe she is. <laughs> so anyway. Right, right. Uh, but I am liking the Molly character a lot more. I'm really liking Kurt as a character. I think he's a great uh, big bad for the season. He, he's doing really, Clancy Brown. He is. Fantastic. He's sort of really, I've never seen Clancy Brown play a role like this. Yeah. Yeah, where he's kind of like unhinged esque. Yeah, seems like I, I, don't, I don't know quite. This is concur. this is actually quite brother Justin ish, which is a, the where I first saw Clancy Brown on mm, Carnival okay. and HBO the series, and, and and he's you know a public facing side that that is pristine and everybody loves him, and like you'd never suspect that he has this dark side so it, it's it's pretty cool to see him in, the, in a role like this again and it's he he's outstanding good stuff i was super impressed with angela in this episode because i i had been kind of you know yeah, yeah, angela's fine and she's good she's good she's good but now this episode between the scene in the station and then you know the spelunking i was very impressed with angela in this episode yeah oh the spelunking stuff I, i'll comment on it now so i have like I mean, there are fears. I, I think yeah. it would be unwise to reveal your fears publicly. I'll never tell you my fears, Mr. Sal. You'll yeah, never okay, use his weakness. No. Yeah, nice try. Those are all just fake fears. But I'll say this because I'm pretty sure you, you don't have the resources to do it. But, you know, being a lot of people being trapped in the middle of the ocean would be a big fear. But another one for me is is having to spelunk. And, like, I'm not claustrophobic. Like, I don't mind being in a super tight space. But if I... Mm-hmm was where Angela was, and she had to crawl through that little crack there to the uh, other side, especially if I was alone. Like, if I was alone, yeah. I'd be terrified to do something like that. And yeah. if I got stuck or something, granted, she has, like, Teddy there with her, but yeah. I'd still be really hesitant. Like, you'd have to you'd have to give me a really good reason. To I know. That well, when she says Teddy, get in here, I was like, well, who's going to yeah. stop for Teddy? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that 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 was tough to watch. Yeah, if Teddy gets stuck. Actually, yeah. you're right because if Teddy gets stuck and if they have yeah. no service and Angela can't get out because Teddy's stuck, it's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's gotten a lot more interesting. Uh, I know. I mean, I I've got to believe that there is another entrance into that cave, though. 
because but i how I would know, you get that, a body how would, yeah how would you how, get a body like that? how would you push a body through there i mean if it's if it i was guess kurt, you could roll i guess you could way roll, pull too it big. yeah you're right yeah, I mean, you, you know. but kurt's way too big to get through that not when he's younger not, not when this happened i mean I, I don't know his bone structure wasn't that much different was he was it i mean come on <laughs> he had a lot of milk he, when he grew up yeah i mean he's pretty substantially older than angela i would say right angela's probably I don't know, 40 or early 40s, would, would you think? Maybe even late 30s? Something, yeah. Side effect. Uh, yeah, and Kurt is certainly at least 20 years older than her. So if Iris was, what, 16 when she ran away, Kurt was at least you know mid-30s. There, there's no way he was still a growing boy. Like that, that, There's no way he fits through that. He just had a lot of calcium afterwards, you know? Just yeah, oh, maybe. The, straight to the bones. <laughs> Adamantium, perhaps. <laughs> what is that? Oh, is that is that? No, it's not Avatar. It's that Wolverine. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, all right. Well, let's uh, let's get into the title here. I I think this is a very amusing title, but I actually don't think it's a very good title for terrible, guests. terrible title. <laughs> I, I they say he like references the two sandwiches once. So he references it yeah. once in like the yep. uh, in like the the bar setting, whatever you know, the the place that they've been before. He references mm-hmm. it once. Also, by the way, in, in the setting, we see Tess is not the one serving, which makes sense because I guess school's in session. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but we see Tess anyway, so maybe Mr. Sal. I thought that was a different bar. I Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I, mean, I, I, I don't have great memory for these types of things, so yeah. it, it might just be something. Oh, no, wait a minute. Hold on a second, though. It's got to be the same bar because uh, remember in the very first episode when Ed closed the, the tavern down he was like, but my tuna sandwich is in there. Like, oh, do, do you remember that? Um, the, 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 the protest Andre. was going on outside. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, Dexter. Yeah, because Dexter. Yeah. I, I don't remember what sandwich it was, but it would make sense. Well, he definitely it, said my, my sandwich is in there, but I'm yeah, pretty sure it was. he said my tuna sandwich. I mean, it would make there. sense for this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, anyway, he referenced the tuna sandwich. I'm like, oh, so this must be curious. There's something like the second I heard tuna sandwich, almost like, um, not in Portland jumped into my head and like lost, but there's other episodes where it's like the title keys you into something that the, the characters don't know. Yeah, right. So I heard that. I'm like, I mean, I'm like, okay, I gotta like pay attention now. I think they're gonna try telling me something I don't already know, or like you know, something that's just for viewers only. But it doesn't happen. Yeah. I'm like, huh. Okay. Well, he does he does say it again later, you know. He does that, it later. Right? That's what I mean. He says it later, yeah. Yeah. but I'm like okay he says that and in my head i'm like okay like that is, like that i don't yeah. like that like when he gets to the kurt's cabin and sees him and molly go in i'm like i okay i mean it's not like yeah, it's not what i expected this guy I, I was hoping I the title would happen it would be something just for the viewer like it would key us into something like this two right. special maybe it's like poisoned or like or like i don't know something of relevance but. so the the tuna sandwich thing if the episode was about dexter's deterioration of mental capacity I, I might like the title a little more but that's not what the, de- the episode's about yeah making how, a lot of mistakes or something yeah yeah, yeah definitely they found some that, mistakes there have the been scale. there have been episodes that have been about his mistakes this didn't seem like one of them no I, yeah he just comments that like i mean i guess i guess it's just the one mistake he's been doing really in terms of his age affecting because the, the fatherly stuff's different he's just not used to a kid this mm-hmm. age is um and just put it like his instincts are bad he didn't realize kurt was a serial killer soon right right and that's yeah and that that that's basically it like that's i guess that would be like the tuna sandwich thing in this case for this episode 
Yeah, uh, but he doesn't. He's, that doesn't seem to be the theme of the episode. It doesn't. Though, it's not at all. It's literally yeah. just that one-off thing. So, so that that bothers yeah. me a lot. It's like if they just if they highlighted more of his mistakes this episode from when he used to be good at something, like I said, the father's right. would not count here. No, then yeah. I, yeah. So anyway, there you go. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Maybe I'm, the worst not... title, even. Like I, I'm trying to think. Yeah. The title I think's worse than this. And yeah, this is this is not a very good title. It references just one thing. That's not even like the focal point of the episode. So yeah, yeah. So I'm not I'm not big on this one either. So uh, that's fine. And you mentioned Tess. Yes, Tess is back in this episode, uh, defending I'm Kurt's sure you, position I'm sure on the floor. Excited. By the way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you. I'm sure you were excited. Going, oh, okay. You're the end of the episode. No test yet. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, and, and we find out that Kurt is the embalmer. Also. Oh yes, you're right. At least in this so. case, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's... So I do have a, a few questions. Then, like, I'm I'm trying to figure out like what is the point of Edward? Of yeah. Ed, if like, he hasn't been in what three episodes in a row now. I think yeah, yeah. I think it's been three because I think he was in the first three, and then he hasn't three, popped yep. up. Yeah. So what was the point of him? Like, was he that's just a distraction? There's got to, yeah, look, was he bait that maybe, because there was like a chance, like, is it also him and Kurt in some capacity? Like, is he helping Kurt right. in some capacity? Which maybe he still right. is, but I don't, um, I don't know the purpose of him right now. Maybe just something mm-hmm. to, you know, be be aware that, yeah. uh, that he's around. Yeah. There's something else that they do that might be like Chekhov's gun-esque thing, which is we see Molly has pepper spray. Now, it might just be used to show that she is kind of scared being in that cellar with uh, yep. Kurt, but yep. maybe in the future it'll, it'll come into play that we know Molly has pepper spray. It could be. That could be. So, what do you suppose the story is with Iris? Do you, I, do you suppose that was Kurt's first kill? I don't know. I mean, the thing is, I imagine Kurt's involved somehow. It depends if they find more bodies in this cave, which I think this cave is this different than the one Dexter went in? Like the I think one? it is. I think it's different. I I because I, I can't remember the interest of the other one. But I feel yeah, like the other one looked like a mine. Like, yeah, because I think it was an old mining cave you went in. So I think I think it's just a different cave. But um, maybe so maybe he yeah. went to the quarry. But I um, maybe it's. I mean, it's definitely from a while ago. This kill. So I don't know if it, yeah. maybe it's Kurt's first kill. I mean, it it you know it it could be. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's why it, it might be in a different place to some of his other bodies. I don't know. And maybe he's aware. And I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of curious to where Kurt puts his bodies. Yeah, me too. Well, I'm, I'm sure it's bomb nice one of, stuff now. So. It seems like they'd be in one of the places, either Maybe, or he just the aware, caves, the quarry. Yeah. Or just aware he left this body in yes in this place, and that, that maybe yeah. the rest aren't even in either of the places, like any of the other places he puts them somewhere. Right. I don't know. I don't know where. Right. So. I'm. I really hope we get some backstory on Kurt about why he does his kills the way he does them. Like, whoa, where yeah. is this There's compulsion be coming from? Yeah. It's a lot of the compulsion, just like the train to kill. I do like they're referencing a lot of the original series in yep. this. And, well, yeah, I mean, when I say a lot, it's mostly seasons four and two. The Bad two, yeah. and Train to Killer mm-hmm. are basically all the referencing, but still, yeah, no, I, I like that. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I, and I hope that they do give us some more about Kurt's backstory. I think, I think that's important, uh, to, to the rest of the series. That's I'm, two things I'm going to be looking for. Oh. From this point forward, I, I need to know some more about Kurt's backstory. And there's another one, but you have something you want to say. So go ahead. I just thought of something. So I, I know I talked about 
yeah, I'd like to have a, a Harrison episode where maybe we hear his dark passion or his voice. You know, if he's got one in his Oh, head. yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But I thought about it. What if we had a Kurt one? Or is, I, I really don't think this would happen. I really, nah. I really don't think that would happen, right? I'm, I mean, I'm less and less hopeful on the Harrison one. But that would be pretty cool. Sadly, the, the series not labeled Kurt, uh, I, you know, New Blood or whatever. It's this Dexter, New Blood. So, so my, the, the other thing I'm going to be looking for as we go forward, first of, first of all, I, I want some of Kurt's backstory. I don't, I'm not sure I can be completely satisfied with this season unless I get some of that. I agree. And the, and the other thing is, and I need this next one, I need sooner than later. Like maybe even I need it next episode. I think I need Dexter and Harrison to out themselves to each other like very soon. Uh, I thought, obviously I predicted I thought it would happen sooner. I depend depends how the story goes. If they keep it, yeah, it depends how the story goes. And it depends on like, you know, thing, if events occur that lead themselves not to do it or like it just makes sense. Yeah, I'll, depends. Uh, I'm okay if they don't. Okay, because here's, here's why I say this. We only have four episodes left. Can you believe that? There's, there's there's only four episodes left in this series, yeah. and I I want a a substantial amount of it to be post exposure. You know what I mean? Post reveal, because the the thing we've been waiting for the whole season is for those two to reveal themselves to each other, and it hasn't happened in the first six episodes. So I. I I, I want to see what happens after they reveal themselves to each other. And I don't feel like we're going to have a whole lot of time for that to breathe unless it happens in the next episode. And I'm not optimistic that it's going to happen in the next episode. Yeah, I mean, the longer it doesn't happen. I mean, maybe there'll be another season with Dexter in it, Mr. Sal. Okay. Uh, now, if that's, if that's the case, and, and that does change my entire perspective, if they told me, don't worry, we're planning season two, then that's fine. That could be, that could be the reveal at the very end of, se- of episode 10. And that would be totally fine with me. And that could be the crux of season two. I'd be, I'd be very down for that. Me too. I but if, that would be fine. But if this is just a special event series, like they've touted it, and this is all we're getting, I want some more post reveal and so I, I, I i'm really hoping that happens in the next episode i i won't lie right so going into it i was like yeah maybe maybe i'm, I'm okay with just a one-off season and stuff right like it's, it'll be a great like you know it, swan, yeah. i should say swan song because he already had it but like last dance i don't they come back do it again and then they yeah. end it right but um I, I the more the season goes, the more I'm like, you know, maybe maybe we can get another season. Maybe maybe we don't come back to it. We just we we, we roll it over again, right? So, yeah, I I think that I am going to be shocked if they don't kill Dexter by the end of the season. No, see, I I the longer the, the more the season goes, the more I the less I think they're going to kill Dexter. Like I, if you want to be on opposite sides of this bet, I'll do it. But I I think I'm. Oh, we're definitely on opposite sides of this bet. I think Dexter will live. Like I do not, I think that, but I do think there's still a fair chance they do season two and it's, it's just Harrison and they just call the series new blood. Now they have to keep Dexter new blood. <laughs> no, the, the, they dropped the Dexter. There's no more Dexter. It's just the, new blood. The, the issue with doing that though, is like, it's almost like an implicit spoiler. <laughs> if, you get rid of, yeah, right? if you get rid of the Dexter part, it's like new blood. It's like, oh, I wonder what happened to Dexter. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, I that, that I is never, the issue naming the series but, after a character. <laughs> but we and we've talked about this before. I've got so many people have talked about this before, but I don't think it's if you told me an episode season one, episode one of the original Dexter series, Dexter dies at the end. I would not even consider that a spoiler. Like, no, well, of course, like, of course he does. Like it's that's fine. Yes, he dies at the end. Yeah, it's more about the journey than the ending yeah. for a series for a series like Dexter it's like well, well uh, what's it supposed to end like like either the ending's gonna either be like he's caught dies or gets away right that's fine mm-hmm. for the most part it, it, but there's the nuances to it and that's what matters more right like if he dies fine yeah but there's a lot of ways he can die he another and I, I would eliminate the, and... I'd eliminate the getaway <laughs> option that's why I hated the the original finale so I don't mind if he got away. Like, 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 if they were on to him, and then he escaped. But like, he just escaped. Like, no one was even on to him. He just escaped impromptu and just, ah, whatever. Anyway, yeah. like, if he escaped and they were on to him, and it ends with like Dexter's on the run now, and that's just what he is. I, I yeah, I would have preferred some other stuff over that. But like, I would have liked it more than how they ended it. So, sure. Anyway, all right. Well, I think we better start running through the episode, and we're going to run quite long here so we'll yeah. try to speed run through this all right so uh we open at, at home harrison is doing the farming chores and this is something nice for the person who's pissing him off this is the advice he got from kurt in the diner he's doing something nice for dexter uh dexter is nervous about harrison applying to work for kurt uh he i i'm not sure if he's just sussing out that kurt there's something off about him or if he doesn't trust harrison to be out of the house but either way he will not sign the paper and harrison tells him that the chores were kurt's idea and he's going to do it anyway he's going to get the job anyway good yeah okay then we get to the embalming room and kurt has fashioned uh, a piece of face for chloe don't say like that a piece of face (laughs) (laughs) why not what else do you want to call it that's what it is it's like clay or something like some sort of molding (laughs) it's a piece of face i don't know why the way it sounds like he he like got like he grafted some skin and he's like okay well here's some face for you so this this is another reason why i love this episode because this seemed like an almost it had to be an intentional shout out to six feet under which is the other big series that michael c hall has been a part of uh and here they would happen all the time that was set in a funeral home and the the person the the restorative artist they call them uh would have to reconstruct parts of the face for viewing Mm -hmm. when someone was you know shot in the head for example like chloe Uh, so this this is a scene right out of six feet under up until the point where Kurt starts bashing on her skull and making yeah. his job his job a lot harder. He literally stuff. he literally just rage quits. <laughs> yes, he does. That's exactly what he does. So so I love this. Uh, on on the road, Angela pulls Dexter over, and Dexter thinks it's a booty call. Uh, it is clearly not. I want to see your ID. No, not that one. This one, the one for Dexter Morgan. Follow me to the station. Or no, I'll follow you to the station to make sure you don't get lost. So, Which, that was pretty convenient for Dexter because he had an opportunity to drive by himself and think up what he was going to say. Maybe. I'm assuming he's already thought about what he was going to say. Like, I don't think. If you, I, he did look shocked. Um, I'm happy they, they did this earlier on in the episode. And something to, like, I I couldn't stop thinking about Monopoly when I heard this scene because she's like, drive right to the station. I wish she said, like, do not pass go. <laughs> or, like, or like, you know, do not click $200. 
Um, and then maybe Dexter whips out his wallet. He's like, oh, but I got to get out of jail free card. And so like, I'm good to go. Let's... Anyway, I don't know. I, the way she said it just made me think of Monopoly. So anyway. Yeah, I, I can see that. I mean, there's a reason why Monopoly is phrased that way. So yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. At the station, he tells her about Rita. He tells her about Deb. He tells her how he couldn't go back to homicide or be Dexter Morgan anymore. He says, I was cursed. I was afraid I was going to pass the curse on to Harrison. And he even says, I wanted to die. And that he intentionally drove the boat into the hurricane, hoping to die, yet somehow survive. I kind of believe him here. So here's the issue with that. But the reason why I don't believe him is, um, so like, apparently the way he escaped is like, he had an emergency raft on the slice of life and they reference in some capacity that he has i don't know if it's in the same episode or the episode prior but like he has an emergency raft out and i think it's just the presumed way he escaped is he used that right to escape and it's like if he did do that then you haven't tried i feel like then you haven't properly tried to kill yourself now i guess granted maybe still still maybe he, he had the intention when he started like i'm i'm done right i'm going in this is oh, yeah. and, then, and then he changed his mind midway through, which maybe that's what he did. But um, yeah, I mean, there have been studies on uh, people who jump off the Golden Gate Bridge and survive mm-hmm. about how they, as soon as they jump, they change their mind. Like, yeah. it, and it's how it's how common it is for jumpers who survive to say, to say retroactively, you know, on my way down, I changed my mind. And, you know, I'm so glad that it didn't work. Right. So I think. I think I believe him that he had every intention of dying when he drove into the storm and he may have changed his mind once he got into the storm, but I'm buying it. Well, when, when you say that fact, that definitely, um, that definitely does win me over a bit. Like, well, then, okay. yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's not enough to win Angela back. It's mm-hmm. not enough to win her over. Great argument. And, but yeah. It, yeah. And she says, how can I ever trust you? Everything I know about relationships is based on, trust and how can i ever trust you again ever from the minute i met you everything was a lie and she wants him out and and, and he wonders if she'll keep his secret well, just get I, out yeah <laughs> I, I referenced them about the crying thing and I, I i was really hoping they'd make a they make a reference to the pilot episode i think it even is it's either episode one or two but i think it's the first one where um do you remember when it is the first one actually because it's when they first introduced rita to us the viewer Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember what they're doing? Uh, they were having sex. No, no, no. They don't have sex for a while. Actually, that's like a big part of it. That's oh, why you're right. That's a there. big. That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, he, she opens the door, and he's they're about to go out. Maybe on I, a date. It, I it's it's no. Oh, maybe she opens the door, and that's the first step. But like, well, the first things we see Rita is she's they're watching like a romantic movie or set. They're watching a movie that's causing Rita to cry right mm-hmm. and dexter's like summarizing to us like rita and like you know i like rita she's like kind of damaged almost mm-hmm. like not not the same way i am but it helps us you know mesh together so on and so forth and he he makes a comment about maybe if i stare long enough i'll start getting tears <laughs> right <laughs> and i was like i was like i was wondering if they did this if they would make the same reference here like if he would start trying to stare and be like maybe if i yeah. stare long enough i'll tear and if they did that yeah. I would, oh i would have loved that but that, anyway. that would have been cool yeah <laughs> but no i but I, yeah and i think this is this is just very representative of the fact that dexter is more interested in self-preservation than he is in salvaging this relationship. So yeah, he really does not seem to be all that into this relationship as in mm-hmm. 
you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, I, I, I'm very curious to, um, how changed is Dexter? Like season one, Dexter is a lot more ruthless than season eight, Dexter. Seemingly. Yes. Um, but how ruthless is Dexter after like 10 years in terms of his thought process and humanity of Men, things? Father, fatherhood. Yeah, fatherhood, <laughs> especially. He seems, yeah, you know, he seems to care a lot about for Harrison, but still yeah. will go and kill the guy that made the fentanyl pretty quickly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, Dexter's on his way out. Molly's on her way in and she wants to entrap Kurt. But Angela says, absolutely not. You stay away from him. I don't want to tip him off that we know anything. Do not talk to him. Well, that, that obviously went in one, in one ear and not the other. Yeah. That's a, one of the situations where Angela says, this, this is the mantra that I was taught in teacher school. You, when, when somebody gives you uh, advice that you want to ignore, you say, thank you. I'll take that into consideration. So that's uh, <laughs> basically what Molly says to Angela here. All right. At the truck stop, Kurt introduces himself to Winnie. He's very excited because he sees a prospective substitute for Chloe, who he just botched. Uh, but turns out she's with her boyfriend. And so Kurt is Kurt is very upset and visibly so when Harrison approaches him and with his application. And Kurt is a lot different. His personality is a lot different than it usually is. Uh, Harrison either doesn't notice or just ignores that. Uh, Kurt signs Jim's name on the form so that Harrison can still work there. Uh, and when Harrison reminds him about the wrestling match tonight, uh, the next day, Kurt says, oh, yeah, I'll try to make that. So apparently uh, Kurt's a big fan of the local yeah. high school wrestling team. Well, yeah, Matt used to be the captain for it. So, yeah 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 um yeah i i gotta ask how frequently are young people like asking for money at like a truck stop i just feel like yeah whatever yeah, that's fine okay uh, i mean so a truck stop i think that's why it's i think that's why it's a truck stop because is it more common at truck stops like run runaways are probably more likely to stop it because you can get a ride at a truck stop right yeah, the trucks are going long distances in short amount, short amounts of time, or at least condensed amounts of time. Yeah, like regular intervals. Yeah, people are going yeah. in set yeah. directions. That's what you're saying. Yeah, you know, a lot of times they probably want company. You know, they're probably happy to have it. Sal, you want to do yeah. a hitchhiking race? No, I don't. First one to get to not. San Francisco, hitchhiking only no, wins. I, not, I don't want to do that. San Francisco and back. You gotta go to San Francisco, take a selfie. I already didn't want to do it. And then you going gotta... to San Francisco. Why do you want me to? Well, I told me maybe the return longer. trip you would like more, and you would like it so much more that it would it would outweigh. The... I didn't know what part you didn't like about it. I thought it was just like the going and leaving home part, but I was hoping the coming home part would counteract that. But clearly, it wow. hasn't. So why would I not want to take a flight home? Because the race, that that that's against the race rules. You know why don't you rob a bank? It's, it's against the law. No, uh, my question was why I would not I home. not? Why would I not want to take a flight home? Because you want to win the race. You want to follow the race rules. No, that's why <laughs> but those weren't fly. the rules at the time. Anyway, don't worry about it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm done with this. Uh, so, okay, that's all. Yeah, 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 not happening. So at the store, Dexter listens to Molly's podcast on the Bay Harbor Butcher, mm-hmm. which I hope we get the whole thing of very soon. 
And I think we probably will. I feel like, yeah. Yeah. She thinks he's still out there. That's not good news for Dexter. So at school, everybody loves Harrison. I mean, this guy is a popular dude. He's Mr. Odd. Interesting, right? He what's it? He just yeah. What, yeah, stopped the school shooter and he yep. OD'd on fentanyl. So. The, right, right, right. And not to mention the riveting speech he gave where he called out the people that he yeah. saved. And now, and now so, tomorrow he's gonna add more to his resume. Like, he's like, okay, and yes. I also broke the semifinalist arm yesterday. Yes. So just he's just adding to the resume. Yeah, he is Mr. Interesting. That is a great way to put it. Yeah. But Audrey wants to hang out with him. And this is this is a little flirtatious, but she wants to hang out with him. Uh, by the way, she wants to hang out with him to study for the chem test or chem quiz, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I've I've never understood group studying. Like studying. So when I say group studying, I mean the sense that if you are two people of around equal skill for a subject material, studying to like I feel like it's just better to study alone. Now, if one person is better than the other person, or like more knowledgeable, I should say, then, then, you know, like they can, they help the one person and then them helping them kind of helps them review a bit and like, can kind of work out a bit. But so like, you don't if, think it's possible that you're good at some things that I'm not good at and I'm good at something. No, that, that's, that's, that's what I'm trying to think of. Like that, that might, like that might work. I think like if you're both studying and like, Oh, I'm kind of weak on this, that, that might work that I agree that that, that, that might also work out. I, I, I will say that I always just take this as like doing homework together is a different thing though. Like doing homework can be really helpful, you know, if you're just trying to okay. do that. But anyway. Well, anyway, it's, it's all pretense anyway, because <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, she doesn't actually probably want to study for a count, but <laughs> maybe I'm wrong about that. But based on what we see later, I, I'm thinking I'm right about that. Anyway, uh, he can't because he's got to go to therapy with Dexter. Which was Angela's idea, you know, and you put Harrison in therapy, you're the one who needs therapy. And so Dexter takes that to heart and says, you know what, I'm going to therapy with you. So let's go to therapy then. Harrison goes through everything while still protecting Dexter's identity. I mean, he really does lay it all out there. You know, my, my Dexter says, yeah, his mom died. He's like, oh, let's be a little more specific here, Jim. You know, my mom was killed by a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that was like a big thing to admit to the therapist. Like, yeah, you know, I yeah. just, it was a normal child. Like, I had, I love it. Like, why well, was your child with Dexter? Normal. Yeah, no, yeah. normal. Yeah. Uh, you know, wife, his mother passed away, unfortunate. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. So, yeah, I mean, he lays it all out there, Harrison does, but Harrison does not reveal that Jim is not actually Dexter's name, that Dexter had a previous life. Uh, and so I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure how to take that. I guess Harrison, despite everything, still wants to have that personal relationship with his father. And he knows that if he turns him in, he won't have it. Yeah. Like I, I, well, I don't think he's even realized what he told Audrey relative to Dexter's name. I, maybe he remembers. I, I question if he remembers. I don't think he remembers telling her what he told her uh but they, that he wants to hurt people all the time no no not that part um when he uh, od'd that uh oh that, oh gotcha. real name yeah, he, oh, yeah, at, least, at least dexter's real name isn't jim right i would assume that he does not remember that but so, maybe i'm curious maybe if, if this will ever i mean i'm curious if dexter will figure out how angela figured out and i feel like maybe next episode oh, yeah. he might ask but i don't know I'm curious yeah he might he might that's a that's a that's a good point Speaking of Angela, she asks Logan about Matt. 
you know, Logan wants to to give breakup advice. He's he's dying to, like he because he's going through his own little. I mean, I don't know if you call it a breakup. How much? How long were he and Molly? I don't know. Together? Yeah, like, <laughs> a, a couple, not, couple of nights. And it's, not, like, and it's not even like um Logan knew her for that long, right? He's like, oh, right. I really, hope, I'm really excited for this relationship that it happened. Like it's like literally just met her to get like yeah. a very quick relationship, but ends. And he's like, man, I just. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, yeah, but he's still he's dying to give out breakup advice. So, uh, but Angela says no. I don't want any breakup advice, but I do want to know a little bit about Matt here. And so, back in therapy, the therapist quotes Magnolia, which is just so exciting to me. And he says, you know, the the movie Magnolia is that uses the line, "We may be through with the past, but the past isn't through with us," which is ex- exactly what we're seeing laid out here. Dexter. Wants to be through with the past, but it's it's not through with him. That his he cannot escape his past. Uh, it, it's it's one of the heavy themes of Magnolia. It's one of the heavy themes of Dexter New Blood, and I love it. So that's great. But then Deg Deb takes over as the therapist. Uh, or no, not as the therapist, as Dexter. You know where to begin. Uh, the fact that you're talking to your dead sister right now. No, she is the therapist. I'm sorry. You know he he has the therapist asks a little bit about his past. And instead of Dexter answering, he sees Deb in the chair saying, oh, where should you start? Should you start with the fact that you're talking to your dead sister right now? <laughs> Which I love that. Uh, but they turn, turns out the therapist points out, and we know this, that Dexter and Harrison both share abandonment issues. And he talks about inherited trauma. Which uh, Do you know much about inherited trauma? No. Okay. I mean, it, there's been quite a bit of research out there that that people do inherit the trauma of their parents to some extent because when if you if you're someone who who has a lot of trauma in your life it does alter your physiology right uh it all alters the chemical composition of your hormones of adrenaline output and so forth and that can get passed to the next generation so there's like scientific research that's been done on this uh psychologically though it makes even more sense that if i have trauma from my childhood i am somehow going to i i I am different than i would have been had i not had the trauma so when i raise my children they're going to get a different experience out of me because i had that trauma yeah it causes like that i would have yeah right so so it's inherited trauma and this is a there's a lot of, uh, I mean, it, it's, I don't want to say it's controversial, but uh, a lot of this is, this research uh, is, has, is done uh, in regards to, they, they talk about it a lot in Watchmen. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll couch it in this context because I don't want to get too political here. All right. But in Watchmen, one of the heavy themes of, of that series, the, the, I'm talking about the Damon Lindelof series, not the movie, not the, um, the graphic novel but one of the heavy themes of that series is generational or inherited trauma uh, and in that series it's in regards to uh, descendants of slaves okay fair enough so yeah so uh, the, it's it's a pretty hot button issue right now it's pretty hot topic people talk about it a lot in certain circles so it was interesting to hear it come up here um, but and clearly, I mean, Dexter was 
has abandonment issues, obviously. Oh. And then he abandoned his son, yeah. who now has abandonment issues. He, so. Definitely the trauma Dexter faced uh, had in some capacity. I mean, it led to, not directly per se, but like it led him to go in the same spheres that led to Harrison getting the similar mm-hmm. trauma. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I guess that would, you know, explain exactly as you put it for him. Yeah. Inherited trauma. This scene... I mean, uh, well, actually, you can finish explaining the scene. You know. So um, Harrison also talks about Rita's death a little bit more and says that he knows what he knows about her death because of the internet. Because yeah, oh, he claims, of... yeah, he claims not to remember, but I don't know, right. Mister Sal. I don't know either. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm I mean, I really, sure. actually, I don't believe him. I, I really think he he does remember. I mean, he was pretty little. Yeah. He's way way littler than Dexter, and Dexter only subliminally remembers. That's what's what your I face too. I, oh, that's true. What's so. your what's your first memory, Kurt? How old? Do you want me to tell you? I, I I'll tell yeah. you my first memory. I, sure. I I'm pretty sure I was I was either three or I was four. I don't remember my age, but my first memory that I literally have it, it it's funny because it's like um I've run I you probably see I don't know maybe I gotta find the meme and show it to you, but it's like meme photos of like me suddenly becoming conscious and having memories. Like I don't know <laughs> how you feel about your first memory, but I think of it that way of like. Well, how did I just start remembering from this point kind of forward? But my first memory is my parents try to potty train me. And then I'm just not okay. getting it. Like, I'm just like, uh-huh. I'm like, they're trying to teach you how to do a number two. And I'm just kind of getting yeah. up. They're like, no, 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 you got to like, you know, finish. I'm like, okay. And then like, suddenly I was like, oh, okay, I got what you're saying now. And I just, uh, like, and then like, <laughs> that's just, that's just my shock of consciousness is like, I'm <laughs> being potty trained. That's, uh, that's, that's what I remember. <laughs> okay. But you're three or four, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, but Harrison's even younger. Yeah. Way younger. Like, it would be really impressive if he remembered that. Now it is really traumatic, so there is a chance that he does remember it. But and my my first memory came way before three or four, though. I, I my first memory was uh, I was not even one. Somehow I remember seeing the Muppet movie in a drive-in movie theater, but I only remember one scene of it. So <laughs> it's, it's 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 really interesting. Oh, so look but, at that then. Though maybe maybe Harrison can. Yeah, it's, it, I think it's very possible that he does. But I think, scene. I think it's unlikely, but possible that he yeah. does remember. Fair enough. So the, the other thing that he says here, this, which is really, I think, important, is he says, I, the therapist asked, a therapist asks him how he feels. And he says, I feel abandoned, which is an obvious statement because Dexter abandoned him. And he says, no, wait a minute. I feel abandoned on this couch. Yeah. Like his, <laughs> like his father, like he, Harrison is being quite forthcoming in this therapy session. It seems like he's really trying to do the work and he knows Dexter is not. Yeah. And, and so th- this is, this is a uh, bad faith effort, effort on Dexter's part at therapy. And so consequently Harrison feels abandoned yet again. It's very unfortunate for Harrison. I, I do want to make the big note here. that I, This scene has really made me realize it. And I want to highlight this point that a series that are sequels or pre, like, I guess, or pre sequels, like um, Better Call Solids or whatever, have mm-hmm. a huge advantage in terms of the fact that you know, like, they presume you watched the original series. So they presume we've yeah. watched Dexter. And so yep. they have this whole catalog of things to reference and mm-hmm. memory stuff. Like, watching this scene, like, how do we just learn these things through? Like, there's no way this series would be as if good we were, if they if had we to the teach us all the stuff. Yeah, yeah if right. we had to learn all the stuff prior, or maybe this is our first time learning some of it and stuff. It's like, it would be nowhere near as good. Like, if we just 
like you couldn't pull this stuff off like what so this guy right. just his son comes back okay i mean yeah you could tell a story in a certain way you have to change a lot of things about it but like mm-hmm. his son comes back okay oh his mother died oh to it so oh similar to his father okay and then we maybe we'll learn some things about them that have to tell things a bit differently but since they just presume we have the same knowledge it also makes things that happen so when we saw things happen to dexter and harrison present time so when um Harrison was born in blood or whatever, kind of, so to speak, mm-hmm. right? We saw mm-hmm. that happen. We remember Dexter going through it, and we remember Dexter's mm-hmm. memories. And now when Dexter's kind of reminiscing it, we too reminisce it in a similar way, like in our, you know, we also saw that years ago with the original series. So Yeah, that's a great point. So I, I like this this scene really highlighted that to me of like, yeah, like this series has a huge leg up over a lot. Like it gets like a huge advantage of being able to like you've got eight seasons of stuff to call back to and reminisce mm-hmm. with the viewer and just you know you get to utilize that so well i mean this scene you that's it pretty well I mean, it's true uh although i will i will argue though that you know if they had just made season nine you know of, of dexter they could have done the same thing yeah no oh yeah they definitely could have uh, certainly certainly could have so it, so it, isn't just, it is it, it an advantage of sequel and prequel series, or is it just an advantage of long-running series? You could say both. You could say both. The, the difference mm-hmm. being, though, is I feel like when when you when it's when it's a different series, you can you're you're excused from not having to follow the old plot, kind of like you you start doing new things. Like for example, if it's season nine and if Dexter, um, I guess he ran off, so it, it would actually make sense, but um. You can have drastic changes like we have here, super drastic changes, right? Mm-hmm. Change all that stuff, but I still get to reference all that stuff, right? I have so much changes, yep. but I still get to reference all that. So I, I get kind of the best of both worlds. I get to redo things, do things how I want to do it, right? Without it being a big, like it, it can't be a big change from the norm and that's okay because it's a different series, right? Yes. Um, like, I don't think you take something like this and put in the old Dexter series as easily. Like, I don't, I don't think people would like that if you had season nine. Now this is Dexter sometime later he's escaped right like i don't think it would work mm-hmm. as well but it, you no know, you're right it works better That's and then you still get the advantage of all that stuff and time as well you know it's just been a long time since the yeah. old series maybe makes it yeah, feel more distant for us it's a good point and honestly you know the other the other point that i would make about sequel series and prequel series is you give the response to the original series time to equilibrate right because th- there's always the knee-jerk response to a series finale and over time, it does kind of digress to the mean. I think you mean like, yeah. you, you get so, like so, the, the either super great, super bad, and then people try to like with time, it kind of just balances out a bit. Like just right, people are so, just, so you get to see, you get to see what the audience response is. Give it time to process. Give it time to equilibrate, and then come back to it with knowing what your fans think of it. Mm-hmm. which is yeah. which is pretty pretty big advantage yeah i, I will say uh, all the stuff they've referenced or brought back are from I oh, yeah. like the, the first four seasons that people yeah really like like i said mostly season four and, and two but yeah. yeah i mean unless you count hannah because hannah i mean and deb's you're death, right you're right those, yeah yeah i mean there's definitely stuff that happened yeah deb's death yeah. hannah um yeah something else i'm forgetting but yeah they, i mean obviously they reference some other stuff but like yeah 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 it's great so anyway all right, let's let's move on here to uh, the station. Angela has told Logan about the hotel, and Logan defends Matt and Kurt. You know, when I uh, I forgot what what did he have a car accident or is a boat accident? If you're thinking a boat accident, no, 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 uh, Logan. 
you know, uh, when I had my what I, no, my, I don't his, remember his parents his, his parents died oh, yeah. in the car accident maybe I can't remember yeah. he has some kind of trouble them. yeah yeah and he he says they, they they were there to help me um but Angela sets up a search of the caves the next day because they have figured out what we figured out in episode three yeah <laughs> three smoke signals right uh that Kurt wanted them to call off the search because he was afraid of what they'd find yeah i mean mostly you that was, that was your that was your hey thanks there. all right well thanks anyway back home harrison uh takes his dinner to his bedroom you know De- dexter makes this nice meal and and uh harrison says you know what? i'll take it to the bedroom um and so dexter left alone calls logan for a drink because he's doesn't have his in at the station anymore with angela so He's going to try to take Logan up on that breakup advice. Is that be friends with Logan? I, I, I got to be honest here. I thought Logan was going to be a big antagonist of Dex. This actually might. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But I don't think, I don't, I don't think, Logan, I don't think Logan's going to be an antagonist. I, I, don't, I don't think that. I think that drug story is done. Yeah. Which is another reason why I don't love last episode so much because it might I ruin like, it for me. I it, might, I might it, go back. We'll, we'll see. I'll let the season play out. But yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, whatever. I'll, yeah. We'll keep it going okay. well. <laughs> gotcha all right anyway um at the bar you know logan offers him some advice first of all don't do a rebound relationship no matter what you do uh second of all they need to have a trust chat a trust chat well that'll be difficult for dexter but logan tells him somehow get dexter gets out of him that molly and angela have been working on something secret and dexter says i'm doomed yeah so he thinks that the, what they're working on is him. Anyway, Audrey is just hanging out her, in her bedroom, and Harrison very creepily climbs. I know. Uh, <laughs> so, like, doesn't give him much of warning. Like, he could have like thrown a rock. I mean, I guess the window is open. I, I don't remember if the yeah. window was open. I'm assuming it was open. Which by the way, why do you have your window open in like the winter? Good question. I'll tell, I'll give you one ex- one possible reason. Uh, Fire. When I was when yeah, there you go. When, when I was when I was in college. Oh. Uh, in my dorm room, I had the thermostat for the whole floor in my dorm room. Uh, and my dorm room would get so hot, and everybody else would would ask me to turn the heat up and i'm like i can't oh my god i don't want to turn the heat up it's so hot so uh i would sometimes keep the window open so <laughs> it would, would serve ter- two purposes it would cool me down and it would make the heat work harder yeah yeah keep, keep going. Else. so yeah so <laughs> so there, there's a reason why you open the window in the winter potentially yeah, anyway, so it's just, maybe yeah, it's got thermostat in her room. Yeah, yep, that could be it. So <laughs> you never know. Anyway, it's very creepy how she how he just climbs in the window. But they you know, she pulls him over to the bed, they hold hands, and Harrison fills her in on what's going on. He says, I think about hurting people. That wasn't my first time. And he's already referenced. I like, was somebody. shocked by this. Well, yeah, I was like, well, I can't believe he said this. Yeah, but he has already referenced it to Dexter, right? That he mm-hmm. Uh, so at a, at a, he was at a truck stop sleeping. Somebody touched him, and he just went off on them. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, but he said, you know, this wasn't my first time. I think about hurting everyone all the time. Which, I, if I'm Audrey, I probably would say, "Are you thinking about hurting me right now?" Yeah. My first thought's <laughs> like, "Wait, so like I'm someone, right? Like, are you?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
but she sympathizes with him and actually gives us a whole bunch of her backstory. So I was so confused about this car and her father. I did not realize that Angela was married to her. Yeah, I, th- I thought she was abandoned. <laughs> yes. To Angela, was aban- it sounded like. But yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's yeah. She was abandoned by her mother. Just right? her mother, yeah. Yeah, so she actually has a very similar upbringing to Harrison not that not that Rita abandoned him but she grew up without a mother her father uh you know remarried and he's gone now he died he passed her left uh and she lives with her stepmother who is more or less her mother and that's all that's where Harrison was with Hannah so they do have quite a bit in common so this is this was interesting and this made all the pieces kind of fall into place and Dexter had earlier referenced I forgot to mention it Dexter had referenced Angela's marriage which I hadn't thought about but it's just she was married to Audrey's father okay so it all makes makes sense sense now yeah Mm yep But I don't know why. Why did we not come up with that? I I don't know. I think it's the way they worded it. I blame them. Okay. I blame them. I don't know why. I just yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, anyway, this is uh, apparently a big turn on for both of them because they do it. And I I will say that was the razor in his back pocket when they started getting it on. Right. It was. I don't know if he just keeps it on his person or if maybe in the back of his like he he does think about hurting every single person. That's <laughs> uh, I know. So I mean he did sell he told he told Dexter that he keeps it for on him for protection, right? But hey man, this that's this it's a little tricky to think about considering he just told Audrey that he wants to hurt everybody all the time and he carries around a razor blade, even pre-coitus here. But but it is, and I, I I do believe Harrison here that I think he I, I do believe that this is only maybe a second time hurting someone really you know like he hurt the person at the truck stop, he hurt this person, mm-hmm. um, and he is like trying to understand this dark passenger in it maybe mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. maybe he's lying maybe maybe right. he's a lot of people and he just he's we, like getting we, sympathy but yeah we can go back to the very first episode right that where he or second episode I guess where he reads the letter to Dexter and what did you mean when, when you were talking about the a darkness? Like, what do you mean by that? Like, I, I think that he genuinely wants to understand it. And, and this is why I really feel like next episode, they need to have this conversation. They need to out themselves, but they probably won't. Anyway, uh, Angela walks in on them the next morning. <laughs> That's awkward. But anyway, she drops him off back at dexter's house says you take care of this no, uh, I do more than, literally, handle this <laughs> like yeah handle this oh man <laughs> uh, dexter lectures him but not very well which that's fine you know this is i mean how how do you have this conversation yeah i mean not um, only are you having the you know the sneaking into someone's bedroom conversation the 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 sex conversation except he's you know he's a little grateful that he doesn't have to have the sex talk but um but not but not only that but there's this added layer of complication that this is his seemingly ex-girlfriend's daughter so yeah yeah i will say this so they have like a little argument where harrison's Mm -hmm. like i bet you didn't even know i was gone and I was like so annoyed by that. I was like, "What kind of argument is that?" Like, yeah, Dexter didn't know you left. <laughs> like, you're, you're, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> is he supposed to check on you? Is he supposed to like well, chain th- you to I, your bed? I think that's. I think that's. I don't think he wants him to chain him to his bed, but I think he wants Dexter to care enough about him to notice his absence. Yeah, but like, you went to but, your room for dinner. Like you, yeah. you left of your. Like I don't know. It. it there, there's a different. I don't know. Just you yeah. stuck out during the night, and he didn't. Yeah, but then Dexter. So so he went to his room. Dexter went to the bar. When he got back, Dexter doesn't check to see if he was in his room and he doesn't, you know, make any effort to go after him. Like this is the thing, like when it's a relationship that that is really important to you, you don't just give up, you know, I I, I wouldn't call no, but I wouldn't call it giving up, like not checking, not checking on Harrison for the rest of the night is I don't think a bad thing to do depending on how you want to research. Because sometimes I, I sometimes if someone wants time, Right, like they're upset and they go, want to go off to their room. Fine, right? I won't talk to him for the rest of the night, and then tomorrow, you know, he'll he'll have to wake up, and I'll have, have to come out, and then I could uh, I could talk to him. Maybe in the, I don't know how late into the morning it was before Angela uh, brought him back home. I imagine I don't know. early enough in the morning, but I yeah, I am. Um, well, you know, I mean, I've had a conversation with you before that, about walking out on an argument yeah and if and if it's a relationship that you care about you, you really shouldn't walk out on the argument like i think what harrison wanted here was for dexter to not go to the bar but rather be available to talk to him or maybe even make an effort to try to to try to listen to him i'd, I'd agree with you if dexter walked out on harrison i would completely agree with you but harrison walked out on dexter so i would say if someone, uh, if someone walks out on you, I don't know if you just keep hunting them down to try. Maybe it depends on the situation. Okay. It depends on the situation. Like I'm yeah. not going to say this so, is like a blanket. R- look, it, yeah. If this is you know, boyfriend girlfriend in high school, you're absolutely right. Someone walks yeah. out on you, you got to give them some space. Like yeah. that. It's it, otherwise you're bordering on stalking, right? <laughs> that when you but, when it's a relationship that is familial like this, yes. Like you you don't do that yes you, there are times when you need to give space but oh, yeah. i think part of the reason harrison walked out is because he wanted to see if that was enough for dexter to just quit on those and and go to the bar or if dexter would you know a- approach him maybe apologize maybe just try to listen instead of talk at harrison all the time yeah uh you know so uh, but this is again this is this is dexter learning how to parent he's a bad parent then that's fine i, I love it i think it's great uh, I, yeah i will say from De- harrison's point of view like dexter just like, always leaves house for like seemingly no reason like oh looks like my dad just right. went to the bar again huh right <laughs> he's just oh off off he goes to do blake huh so yeah exactly uh, so so anyway uh deb shows up and convinces dexter to give him some space you know and knowing that well there's a f- pretty funny line before this you know you know if you don't know i don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, but it's just it, knowing that deb is just a manifestation of dexter and they have just called that to our attention by the way but knowing that when she says you know just give him some space it sounded so much to me like just him making an ex- making an excuse to get out to to go do this thing with logan and figure this part you know, i mean out. It, it really does when she ends yeah when she ends up with we gotta hand handle this small we gotta handle this small yeah. thing right exactly Which is like even deborah saying that 
Like, I, right. That's I think that's the more Dexter part of Deborah coming out. I don't know. Just yeah, exactly, exactly. So you know, clearly he doesn't want to deal with this Harrison thing. He's he's got other things that he wants to work on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. He, he, you you are right about that. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Just go private. Like, well, looks like I got to go handle this Molly thing now. Sorry, Harrison. But yep. Deborah told me yeah, I can leave you home. Yep. Anyway, uh, he goes to the bar again and molly's there having lunch with kurt which she's not supposed to be doing so i guess it must be dinner right no this is the next day oh this is okay. right this is right okay. after angela drops off harrison right oh yeah you're right yeah yeah I'm, I, I, we're talking about this whole night thing and my head we were. stuck here yeah, yeah yeah my head was like actually yeah, how does it make well, sense because they were having lunch but no yeah it's the next day no you're right yeah it's the next day so mm-hmm. uh dexter records their conversation and kurt tells molly that he that that matt is hiding out at his cabin and he will gladly take her there dexter also, is very confused now. one thing i know they do it just so we can see it but i was mm-hmm. one thing that annoys me is like so he, go, he goes up to like the bar to start charging his phone right and he you know has it record obviously but like when he goes to pick up the phone <laughs> the screen is like on and you see that it's recording <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and like to me and like they show like like about half an hour of recording it has like no one no one sees at this phone i know <laughs> i don't I know, know. I, I know just to show us but i just yeah. think it's funny to thought well actually wait i think that phone's recording us <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's a good point but anyway uh dexter uh listens to the conversation he's very confused because like why is kurt taking her to see matt there is no matt but he now he's starting to get really suspicious and he's following them and kurt takes molly down into the cabin the, the bilco doors here you know, the storm doors and uh you know he's trying to get matt's attention knocks on the door matt in there <laughs> he must have his headphones in you know crazy kid so Molly is clearly getting tense and anxious about this whole situation. Kurt seems to be getting pretty excited about it. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Dexter busts in, which is really cool. Uh, and he scopes the whole place out. He just walks right in. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, you know, Chris says, oh, man, it must not be home. Well, uh, Dexter just barges right in. He recognizes immediately that the door locks from the outside. He recognizes the cameras and he all the serial killer stuff that's in here. Uh, and he is he volunteers to bring Molly home. Kurt is yeah. so pissed that he puts a hole in the wall. Now he's got another thing he's got to fix. So two two things. First of all, I love when Dexter like Dexter's so um how do you call this like not pokey. Not like jab, mm-hmm. maybe jabby. I don't know that I can't think of the right word for it, but he's like poking at mm-hmm. uh, him. Like, he's like, Oh, you want me to close the door for you here? No, okay, my bad. But I was yeah. terrified, I was terrified because Dexter's the first one to kind of get near the door and open it and kind of look inside because he, because oh, Kurt yeah. tries to push him away, he like jukes around Kurt, gives him like an old spin around, and then yeah. <laughs> walks to the door, opens it, goes, Oh, oh, yeah, look, like no man or anything, right? He opens the door, and I was terrified, Kurt would just push Dexter in shut the yep. door and then like you could probably i mean molly has the pepper spray but you know he might be able to mm-hmm. take take down molly and then now he's gone mm-hmm. both of them yeah <laughs> and i was like well, I, 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 I thought for mom like, i wonder if that's gonna happen is he just gonna like yeah lock dexter in there 
and then take out Molly. But I know I was I was thinking that too. I think if Molly had gone in as well, he would have shut both of them in. <laughs> There's like an alternative universe. I love the universe where he tries to shut the door. And Dexter's like, oh, like, like they stop him from shutting the door. <laughs> like, what an awkward situation. Because <laughs> they're both like, you know, he's like, oh, I wasn't, I was just closed the door by accident. Yeah. You know, Dexter's like, oh, yeah, yeah I just didn't want to shut that, that try to be. Yeah, I mean, I think Molly being there really pull reins both of them it does yeah they're both because, more civilized because dexter would have just killed him right there and kurt would have killed dexter right there as well so I, I i really do think that the fact that molly's there is why neither of them acted on the other or even called the other one out because they they didn't want to reveal themselves to her and they weren't sure they could take both of them so yeah. although Dexter probably could have taken Kurt and Molly would have been okay with it. <laughs> but anyway, Depends, yeah. yeah, who knows? Who knows? Anyway, he's got it'd a lot great, of stuff to fix. It'd be great now. for a podcast. It will sure would be. She'd be right in it. Anyway, uh, Angela and Teddy get to the caves. They enter the cave. Meanwhile, Molly thanks Dexter for pulling her out and asks him not to say anything to Angela because again, Angela said, stay away from him. Do not engage. Anyway, and Dexter has now ID'd Kurt as the one that Angela is looking for. Yeah, he knows Kurt's a serial killer. And yep. he he thinks Molly's not really a threat now. You know, she she thinks I'm I'm a fine gentleman. So right. Yep. In the caves, they find a hole. At school, Dexter sits with Tess at the match. Back in the caves, Angela goes in the hole. Terrifying. She fi- she, <laughs> terrifying. It really is. And she finds a body. At the wrestling match, Kurt shows up. And I love this line that Dexter says, wow, encouraging teenagers to commit acts of violence against one another. Normal people are so strange. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Oh, man, do I love it. I, I've always felt this way about uh, specifically wrestling and football at the high school level. I'm like, because I, I, I teach high school and, I, and I've been to these competitions and I watch like my students out there, like, and their opponents actively trying to hurt them. And, and it's, it does trigger a response to me. I can't go to the football games or the wrestling matches because it triggers a response in me. Like I, I get so upset that someone's trying to hurt my students. <laughs> Like, it's really, like boo. yeah it's, it's really it's really hard to watch i can't do it i actually can't watch it so when dexter said this i really related to it but anyway uh harrison gets elbowed in the face was he elbowed or headbutted i thought head-butted. he got elbowed i maybe he got elbowed actually no maybe it was the elbow he, yeah I, something happens to his face you're right i mean maybe it yeah. was an elbow i can't remember now yeah anyway it was it was it was a uh not a legal move mm-hmm. anyhow in the caves, Angela is frantically digging through the trying to figure out who the body is. At the school, Kurt gives Harrison a little pep talk. He says, use that anger and unleash it on him, which is exactly what Harrison wants to hear because he wants so badly to hurt people. <laughs> so he, it's almost as though Kurt has given him permission to do it, which is very dangerous. Unleash the anyway, beast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the caves, Angela discovers that this is Iris. She recognizes the bracelet that she's wearing, and this is Iris. And that has to wreck her. At the school, Harrison wins, then breaks the guy's arm. 
Kurt loves it. Dexter yeah. is very upset. You know, this is a public display of his dark passenger. Very public display of it. And Dexter goes right down on the floor, pushes Kurt off of Harrison. Uh, Harrison gets threatened by the other team. But meanwhile, I mean, Dexter and Kurt are close to going at it. Yeah, I'm loving the tension between Dexter Me and Kurt. Too. Right, multiple Me fronts too. Here, especially over Harrison. They are fighting over Harrison extensively. Yeah. I mean, it, well, it's interesting because Dexter obviously knows what Kurt is. And I wonder at what point Kurt's going to figure out what Dexter is or if he's already figured it out. Yeah, like I want, yeah, it, it, you know, yeah, exactly. And it, whether he mm. susses out what's in Harrison at all. Like right, the, you know, this rage. That right, spoke of you know, we, we forgot to mention when Dexter was down in Kurt's kill room, he mentioned, you know, this place would be great for Harrison. So uh, I wonder if Kurt, if Dexter just like volunteered Harrison to live. I mean, anyway, uh, the, uh, I don't know if, if it's going to amount to anything or not, but I did <laughs> at, at a certain point feel like Kurt was going to have Harrison down there, anyhow. Yeah. But anyway. Harrison uh, and Dexter are kind of fighting in the hallway and Angela calls Dexter. He doesn't answer right away, but Dexter tells Harrison the he put, he told you to hurt him. Didn't he? Didn't he? He's talking about Kurt says, you know, Kurt told you to hurt that guy. Didn't he? And Harrison stops. Like, how did you know that type of type of uh, motion? So this has struck a chord with Harrison that I'm really hoping leads into the next episode with them having an actual conversation about this because this this gave me goosebumps when he says he told you to hurt him didn't he yeah. uh because this is uh, you know we know that dexter knows what kurt is he's trying to convey that to harrison without actually telling him that and without outing himself in the process but anyway uh angela he does take the call and angela does not need jim right now she needs dexter morgan we have a cute call so yes the cute call well that brings us to the end of the episode the therapy session alone is worth the 10 as far as i'm concerned so uh but then on top of all that i mean the, just just the themes of the not being able to escape your past uh, even kurt's kurt's past you know he it comes back to haunt him in this episode if he killed iris if that is in fact his his kill then you what know if we you get hear... a third serial killer in the mix. Edward. Angela. Tess. Logan. <laughs> Teddy. Teddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, I I love this episode. I think it's I think it was fantastic. Uh my pattern has been, by the way, 9-10-9-10-9-10. So I'm anticipating a nine for next week, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, but the two things I'll be looking for next week are are we gonna find out about Kurt's backstory? And are Harrison and Dexter going to reveal themselves to each other? Uh, in the next on, which we haven't talked about yet, uh, we do see Dexter, and I think it's Dexter and Angela going down into the kill room. Oh, okay. I don't remember. Yeah, this. I, yeah, we do. We do see them going down into the kill room, so that'll be interesting. See, the the, the worry though is if you back Kurt up to a wall, right? That's you know, like the the expression, like don't. I, I can't even remember the expression actually like a wolf backed up against the wall no a, a wolf chained up will will bite off its own paw if needed or whatever to survive mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever so i i, I don't know you know you yeah well, i think maybe he'll do something 
drastic. I mean, I think Angela had the right idea with just don't tip him off that we know anything. But oh, definitely, definitely. That's that's been spoiled at this point. Yeah, and she so. didn't know yet. She didn't know it's been spoiled yet, which might give her make her do wrong choices. Could be. Yeah. What else did you notice about the next on anything? I thought I, I think is Dexter at the caves. Yeah, Dexter. Dexter's yeah. gonna be at the caves. Yep. So Dexter goes to caves, which makes sense. Dexter Morgan's mm-hmm. later there. I'm trying to remember what else there is. Uh, there's there's a scene. Time. There's a scene with Kurt and Dexter. Where Kurt says, you know, I thought we might have been friends. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yes, yes. yes. Uh, so I, I wonder this. how I wonder how much is going to come out in that conversation. You know, is that just about the wrestling match, about Dexter going after him, uh, about Kurt's intervention with Harrison? Or is Dexter going to actually call him out for the cabin? Yeah. Well, we'll have to see. A very, a very, I'm, I am loving the series. Mm-hmm. It is very good. Makes me hope that there's a season two. But Mr. Sal, the time oh just TikToks on. Not the app. <laughs> no, okay, no TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, 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 as in the clock noise, not the app. Yes. What's the time, Mr. Sal? What time is that? Uh, I I I believe it's TV time. Yay! TV, TV time. time. TV Wonderful. time. This one, Mr. Sal. Pretty easy. Although the only hard part's you, like five by the users are going to give, uh, hmm? the users will give a five. Yep, eighty-seven percent. Yeah, feels good. Um, me and the people say Dexter. The question is, do you say anyone else? I mean, the only there's only three valid choices here, which is Dexter, Harrison, Kurt. Uh, you know what? Really, you only think three valid choices here. Yeah, so, screw you. Yeah, you're not gonna trick me. You're not. You're not gonna trick me. It's not. It's not gonna happen. Um, well, I, 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 it's I, interesting. I, I, I'm gonna tell you that you said Dexter, Harrison, Kurt are the three choices. Um, but the, but there is somebody in the top. Well, how many characters are votable here? Is there Deborah votable? Three, I'm just yes, curious. six. Okay. There are seven votable characters. There's somebody in the top half of that. That you haven't mentioned yet. In the top three, you said there are three votable characters. There's somebody in the top three that you haven't mentioned. Hmm. I'm thinking for you though, in your case. Oh, I uh, okay. like for you. Um, I don't think her. The thing is, did you pick Harrison because he emotionally let himself out with them? And you could. The thing is, I think you picked Dexter, but I always say, Michelle, you're like the hipster-esque figure, right? You, you just don't. <laughs> you don't want to be with the. You don't want to be with the median. Or not the medium, but like the oh yeah, medium. Whatever. The, well, the hold masses. on now. Let, let me well, let me just go back because I'm looking. <laughs> I, I to picked Kurt once. I picked Dexter once. I picked Harrison once. I picked Dexter a second time, and I picked Dexter a third time. So half and, the episodes this season, I have picked Dexter. And well, whatever the people picked every single time, Dexter every time. Yeah. So there you go. So you're still different than the than the normal. <laughs> um. Only half the time, more no, more, no. more than half the time. More than half the time, yeah. Yeah, That's three. So still though, still though. I mean, but the pattern continues. And you're a man of patterns, that appears. Oh, hey, you've convinced me. You're a man of patterns. You picked Harrison. I did. Ah, look at that. See, you you're, you're right. 
I'm not, I'm not sure that makes me a hipster. It, does, it does not make you a hipster. <laughs> it does not make you a hipster. I don't I mean, even know why I, that's I, a trait by hipsters. That like they're they are always trying to be different. I don't even. I, I mean, mean like a contra- contrarian, maybe. I, I you know, I, maybe, maybe I don't know. More contrarian than different. But to me, like the therapy scene is the scene that makes this episode for me, and that's Harrison's scene. So. Yeah, I, I imagine you like the therapy scene. You like how he um, reveals his dark passenger oh yeah the to yeah the stuff yeah the audrey yeah. scene is fantastic yeah and stuff with kurt and uh, harrison also i mm-hmm. mean harrison and dexter's arguments i mean yeah just in general mm-hmm. i think that's something yeah that I, really I, into. I feel i feel very justified voting for harrison that's fine you yeah, know i think i think harrison's really good it's just well see, for me it's hard not to vote for dexter right he just gets such a look <laughs> up and part of me like watch the kind of handicap that like you know what maybe i should but like Nah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I'm not gonna. Yeah, like, I'll. Whatever. I'll. 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 I won't. Handicap. It is named after him. So you could, like I said, he's he's right. like a. Well, Dexter is who the people voted for. Eighty nine percent voted for Dexter. Uh, Angela comes in second at five percent. Harrison in third at three percent. That, that's got to be like recency. Just at the very end, they're like, oh, poor Angela. Or maybe they're happy that she found I mean, out or something as well. Actually. I mean, Angela, the, the scene in the in the office at the station, she she was pretty good. awesome in that. that. Like, it, yeah, but but I think it is mostly recency bias. I, I I'm I'm not sure that I could ever justify voting for Angela over Harrison in this episode. But yeah, I I thought Dexter was going to win her over with that argument in the station. Yeah, oh, she, she yes. had her. She got, just had to cry. That's all he could have done better. And then she she counters it, and <laughs> I'm like, oh well, fair enough. Yeah, you're probably right. Do you know the title of the next episode? Uh, I do. Okay. Skin of her teeth. Skin of her teeth. I am guessing that that the her in that sentence is Iris. Okay. I and they're think, going to somehow. I think, I think go it's going to be Angela. Okay. So I, I, I think that they're going to somehow use her teeth to <laughs> figure out either how she died or who she is or whatever oh man that's way better actually and now, now, I, now, now I, like, I retract my angela yeah, <laughs> i'll just I have no guess i just don't want to be wrong i swear if it is angela in some capacity i'll be very upset. <laughs> i want to retract that if it's something like angela angela actually gave iris one of her teeth in a friendship <laughs> ceremonial you know like they swapped one tooth each and therefore we tested that tooth and it matches uh Angela's DNA, so we know now that like, I don't know. I don't know what I did. <laughs> that was very elaborate. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. All right, folks. Well, that's all we've got for today's show. We are so glad that you joined us on Show Hoppers Podcast. Speaking of which, you can email us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Well, we may even put your email on the show. Who knows if it's if it's good. Give us an email. Uh, we'd also love some great ratings. Five-star ratings and reviews are always appreciated. We also appreciate subscriptions, downloads, follows, likes, all that good stuff. And especially if we appreciate you sharing the podcast with others. So thank you so much for listening. And we'll look forward to talking to you next week for season one, episode seven of Dexter New Blood, Skin of Her Teeth. <laughs>